Hello and welcome to another episode of our wellbeing podcast at Blackpill Sixth Form. This week we're going to be talking about exam stress and things we can do to help alleviate that feeling when you go into the exam hall. Me and Sam this week are joined by Harry, who is our Vice Chair of the Student Council. Hi Harry. Hello. Uh, and Farin, who is the Treasurer Hi. Of, of the Student Council. Have you jumped in there then? <laughs> you, you too excited for this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what you're going to say? Yeah. yeah. You said that with confidence then, <laughs> like, you know. So, to kick things off, we talk about exam stress. What, when I say that word, exams, to you, what, what does that conjure up? What, what's your first thoughts when I say about exams? Sitting in a hall and trying to write all the knowledge that you have in your head down. And how does that make you feel? Stressed. Stressed in what way? What, what, what is that stress? Do, can you pinpoint what? what exactly it is I think a lot of it is like the anxiety of like getting the information wrong and not passing yeah and Farron what about you uh, I think it's stressful in terms of not knowing whether you've done well enough so you can think you know it but you don't you're not really sure whether you put the right thing down or not to get the marks yeah so in a previous podcast me and Sam have talked about anxiety and we've talked about anxiety being an emotional response to uncertainty. Okay, so what, so what I mean by that is that um, when you feel that, that feeling of ang- anxiousness or a bit of butterflies in your stomach, perfectly normal to feel that way when you're put in a situation that you may deem to be a stressful one. It, it's our natural inbuilt instinct to either flight or flight or fight. It, it, it comes from our prim- primitive days as humans that that's how we respond to things. But if we think of anxiety as our emotional response to uncertainty, like you just said, then the uncertainty of the grades you're perhaps going to get, not knowing the answer to the questions, they are things that are uncertain that are prompting that response from within. So there are things we can do to help with that. And things that you can do to help with that is to try and get rid of as much of that uncertainty as you possibly can. So not knowing answers to questions, how you prepare for that exam is going to massively impact on how how well you do. Um, The grades at the end, again, how well we prepare will hopefully bring down that exam anxieties around what the end outcome is going to be because we're prepared for it and we know what's coming to a degree. Just to add to what Dave's just said, I had a really um, interesting conversation with Carmen from our additional learning support team yesterday. And Carmen, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the stat she gave me was 96% of what we think terrible is going to happen never does. Okay. And, you know, very much around exams, I was talking to some students who, like you two, you know, have aspirations going to university. You know, you need the grades for that. Um, And they said, well, what if I fail? And I said, but what are the chances of that? Because you've actually never failed anything recently, mock-wise or anything, you know. And it is about just trying to rationalise with yourself. And that's tough when you're feeling stress. But it's also about normalising to, you know, that, that stress before an exam is normal. And everybody will feel some degree of stress. Um, and I think it's really interesting as a teacher standing in front of a class and as those who are obvious and say, yeah, I'm feeling stressed. And then there, there's those that come to me after who, you, you know, you think are fine and, you know, other students will say, and they'd say, actually, no, I'm really struggling too. Okay. So it's known there's lots of support out there. And I know Carmen is doing a lot of work with students. 
So if I ask you a question, what's your address? Could you answer that? Don't don't obviously answer it, but could <laughs> could could you answer what your address is where you live? Yeah. If I asked you what your date of birth is, could you answer that? Yeah. If I asked you what your shoe size was, could you answer that? Yeah. So and there was no anxiety there about answering those questions. No. Because you feel prepared to answer those questions and you know the answer. Yeah. So going into an exam is exactly the same. If we go in prepared and we know the answers, and yes, we can't possibly know everything. We would never say that you could know absolutely everything, what could possibly come up on that exam paper. But if you come prepared and you are prepared for that, it's massively going to help because there's no anxiety around questions that are easy. Yeah, or questions that you are prepared to answer. So I'll ask you, Harry, this question, my next one. If you was to tell other students, so you're going to sit some exams in the summer, do you want to just tell us actually what subjects you're you're studying? I do chemistry, biology and criminology. So you've got a number of exams coming up in the next few weeks. (laughs) Uh, And how have you prepared, Harry, for for those exams? A lot of past paper questions. Is that helping? Yeah. When we say a lot, how many are we talking? I try and aim to do at least one whole past paper a week. Okay. Is that in each subject? Yeah, in each subject. Nice. And Farin, what's your... Uh, what, what subjects are you studying? Um, I study biology, chemistry and maths. So again, got a good number of exams coming up. Yeah. And how, how's your preparations been going before? Um, yeah, so similar to Harry, I do a lot of past paper questions, but not just the papers like our, a couple of my teachers have set up sort of question packs topic based so you can go over the ones you're not so confident on and do questions on those it's interesting then sorry Sam no, 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 worry. it's inter- interesting then when, when I ask you the question what are you doing to prepare for the exams I didn't say what revision have you been been doing so what what in your mind those, those two words being prepared for the exams or doing revision for the exams what what how do you guys see the difference of that They've both, uh, they've both got a thinking face <laughs> on, just just for the those of you that are listening. I don't know, because a lot of it, like, even at GCSE, a lot of it, the preparing around exams, teachers tend to go on a revision instead of other things. So they just kind of seem to be the same thing. Okay. Yeah, I think it's kind of been instilled from maybe year nine or year ten that preparing for an exam is learning the stuff and getting practising. And in fairness, that is a big part of it. Because coming back to what Dave said, you know, and it's, I always say this to my students, failing to plan is planning to fail, yeah? And you two obviously have a clear plan for the revision side, but I think you're now both starting to grasp what Dave's actually getting at. And, you know, what he is getting at is, for me as a teacher, and I say this um, with complete truthfulness, students managing their own stress levels in different ways is more important to me than them going and doing past paper after past paper after past paper because ultimately you need to be able to handle that stress level or you're not going to perform well in the exam so reflecting on that are you both taking steps for your own health and well-being in terms of you know not just sitting every night doing past papers and I'm not suggesting you are doing that but you know some people think are and that concerns me I mean, I still, I, I take the breaks and everything, and I still carry on with my hobbies, like, outside of college to kind of give me the time away from revision instead of just doing revision 24-7. So what are your hobbies? What are you doing? Um, I do police cadets and musical theatre. Amazing. Good. Okay. 
Yeah, I think hobbies is like a massive thing. So I quite like to stay active. I, I play football quite a lot during the week. Um, and that, you know, sort of just that thing outside of a classroom. Yeah. Do either of you have a part-time job? Yes, where, I do. Where do you work? I work no at the one. comedy club that's behind the tower in town. Okay, and how many sort of hours? Are you, have you cut your hours down at all? Or? Um, I usually, usually around about 12 hours a week, but a lot of my hours I am sat on the box office and there's not an awful lot to do, so okay. I can get revision done in that time. Oh, amazing. We won't tell your bosses. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, Farron? I kind of have a part-time job to an extent, so I referee on the weekends, but I just get to dictate when I do that, so... For one weekend, if I think, actually, I'd rather get some work done this weekend, I can say, oh, no, I'm not refereeing this weekend. I'm going to get some work done. And that's amazing. I mean, this is, again, advice. And I know um, myself, PMs, all of us are trying to instill in students. It's part-time work we appreciate, and it's good. But during exam time, it is finding that balance, isn't it, between definitely keeping your hobbies, which you two both sound like you are. Um, obviously, yes, doing the preparation for the actual exams, and you know keeping some part-time work if it's appropriate but we're all only human yeah and yeah. you've got it's that balancing act isn't it could you give any advice you think to your peers of things you do to relax or um, to de-stress I don't know if you've got any ideas I'll say just take a step away from the vision so instead of taking a break where you do in the revision is just kind of step away from it I think just keeping the routine you've had all year don't stop going out with friends and stuff I mean obviously don't go out every day every night for 12 hours but don't stop doing the things you enjoy because that just will stress you out even more yeah totally agree I think there's a saying in in sports that you're better to turn up to a, a start line um fully healthy and not necessarily fully fit whereas you can turn up fully fit but with an injury so you're not fully healthy and you're not going to perform that well because of whatever the injury is and, it, and it's this kind of the same with exams if you think of your stress levels and and how you cope with things as a, a cup or a glass you can only go so far and so much so if you did pass paper after pass paper you made loads of notes you put uh, flashcards around you did mind maps whatever it is that works for you in terms of preparing for those exams if you did that over and over again without taking any time for you your cup's going to fill up quite quick and you're going to feel really overwhelmed and you're not going to feel prepared despite doing loads of stuff so it's important to drain that cup a bit of all that things that's going in in order to then perform well on exams and sometimes it's better to um turn up to the exam not fully knowing all of the content but being in a good headspace because what you do know is going to come out better than trying to cram everything in getting in that exam and freezing or, or not doing as well because of you've not had time for yourself just sort of to add to that we also um, appreciate that this for both of you you've probably actually done some criminology exams or i know you have actually haven't you yeah i've yeah. done the controlled assessments yeah. which are like eight to eight hours normal time but with extra time it's like yeah. 10 hours long so it's a slightly different context isn't yeah. it but it's you know it's still um exam in conditions but going into an exam hall this will be the first time properly for both of you you didn't sit your GCSEs no. in fact the last exams if you remember these things you did in year six called SATs <laughs> yeah. that'll be your last formal exams which is massive isn't it you're both yeah. either 18 or turning 18 so you know that's something else and that's for all students 
Do either of you have a routine or have you thought about the routine you're going to do the night before your exams? And if you haven't, have a little think now and think, what, you know, could you do, do you think? I think it will be most probably like revising the day before, yeah. but then kind of in an early night of just kind of, just kind of like not focusing on it yeah. to not stress me out even more. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% agree with you. So we've never sat like GCSEs and things like that, but um, I have sat a couple of important exams. So admissions tests for medicine are, are massive. Oh, of course. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. I think the day before, obviously I was revising and yeah. then I would revise a little bit into the evening, but after about seven o'clock, that was sort of me time the night before the exam, you know, good. go and watch a, something on Netflix that you enjoy or, you know, have a good meal and get an early night. Excellent. Yeah. Good couple of things else I was thinking about not just the night before but the the day of the exam as well um how you start the day make sure you've had a glass of water or a drink um good breakfast and give yourself plenty of time to arrive here because the last thing about when we're talking about anxiety and stress that uncertainty the most amount of uncertainty we can get rid of the better so getting here really early 20 minutes half an hour even more so so then if we do get stuck in a bit of traffic or we get stuck at the rail crossing, it's not going to derail our whole day because we've got plenty of time in lieu of, of making it. Um, when you get into the exam hall, take time to read the instructions, have a look through so then you set yourself down. You know what's expected of you. Work out how much roughly rough time you're going to spend on doing each question and leave some time at the end to come back because then if you get stuck or it's a little bit tricky it's fine move on to the next one and then you can come back to it and once it's finished and this is an important one once that exam's finished try, try not to dwell on it no matter how good or bad you perceive that to have gone don't dwell on it because you've got another one coming up in time so so leave it put it to bed which is always easier said than done yeah the worst thing for me um as a teacher is students coming out and then trying to tell me what the questions were and telling me what they put and asking what mark I think they'd get um obviously I listen and we'll do it but exactly what Dave just said it's almost you know when you come out of that exam hall yes go and see your teacher but they'll just want to see how you are yeah and at that point because we can't you know change anything um and yeah and then just focus on the next ones really but I love both sort of your you know routines or you know advice that you've offered to students and I think that is the key thing for me I know you mentioned um seven o'clock so yeah absolutely no revision past seven before an exam that would be my ultimate advice and then do yeah do something go for a walk go and play football go and watch some rubbish on Netflix you know selling sunsets very good you know whatever it is but just switch off but get an early night and have get a good meal I like that make sure you're eating you're drinking um and you're fully prepared for that exam the next day, mentally, yeah. yeah. So we've talked about quite a lot of stuff there. Sam's just said her top tip. Farron, what would be your top tip in preparing for exams? Um, just make sure that the morning of you're well-fed, have some breakfast. Even if you're not a fan of breakfast, just eat something because um, you, you don't want to be sat in the exam hall feeling unwell or wishing you'd eaten something for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, eat something, drink something and just try and relax. Easier said than done, but um, yeah. Yeah. Harry, your top tip? Just keep taking your breaks because otherwise you will just get very overwhelmed and stressed about it all. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. And I'd also add to that is to make a plan. 
and in how you're going to prepare for the exams and in that plan make sure you put time for you as well to do the things that you like doing and take you away from that preparing just for that exam um thank you very much for listening if you need any support or guidance there are the pastoral team in the link there's the additional learning support team in the focus center um, if you go and see Sam Bailey in the link or Carmen in additional support, we're running some exam stress and exam anxiety workshops. So I'll speak to your PIM or speak to those two members of staff to do that. We can also facilitate you to go and have a look in the sports hall when it's not in use. So again, taking out some more of that uncertainty, we can go and view the sports hall where you need to put your bag so there's no surprises on that exam day. Thank you very much, Farin, Harry and Sam for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day.